The word grief is defined as a deep sadness or mental distress caused by a loss. Though we often equate grief with the loss of a loved one, it can also be felt over other losses such as our job, health, or even our youth. Today on Grace Notes, Barbara Sandbeck will share some thoughts and scripture on the subject of grief. If you or someone you know is experiencing this, why not jot down the verses for later reference? I received a letter from a lady whose husband had died suddenly at the age of 42. She was searching for words of comfort. I remember the verse in Romans 12:15 that says, Rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. So to better identify with her suffering, I went back to the time when I was grieving and had searched the scriptures to console myself. I used this to respond to her, and then I decided it would be beneficial to share publicly. As believers in Christ, we're given a wonderful hope to hold on to. Ecclesiastes 3.11 says that God has set eternity in the hearts of men. Though our physical life is, is but a vapor, our souls live on forever. Because of Jesus' death and resurrection, those who believe in him can claim 1 Thessalonians 4.13 and 14, which says, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them who are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also who sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. My father-in-law was a dear friend to me. After he died, I, I cried every time I cut the lawn because I'd pass by the trees and shrubs that he'd so lovingly taken care of. Eventually, though, the tears were less and the memories didn't make me cry. They just warmed my thoughts. Oh, how grateful I am that grief diminishes with time. One of my favorite phrases is, And it came to pass. I also like Psalm 35b, which says, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. First Peter 5.10 says, After you have suffered a little while, God will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. Did you get that? It's only going to be a little while, and God himself will restore you. That's one of the benefits of having a personal relationship with Christ. It sure helps to have a friend to rely on who knows what you're experiencing. Hebrews 4.15 says, We have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities. We don't often think of the grief that Christ suffered when his relationship with his father was cut off while he was paying the penalty on the cross for our sin, much less the grief that God suffered in knowing, preparing for, and seeing his beloved die. Jesus is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. He empathizes with us. When all we have is Jesus, Jesus is all we need, and he becomes our everything. He's all I need When I just need Someone to talk to He's always there To hear my prayer Each time I call Him All my needs He supplies My thirsty soul Satisfies. He's my everything, and he's all 
of night, when your tears cover the pillow, Jesus says in Matthew eleven twenty eight, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. In the insecurity of the morning, you can ask for God's mercies, which Lamentations three twenty three says are new for you every morning. Throughout the day, you can be assured that he will always be there for you because he promised in Hebrews thirteen five. I will never leave you or forsake you. And in Isaiah 43, too, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you don't know how to pray, remember the Holy Spirit knows what you feel and can work for you. Listen to Romans 8:26. The Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with God's will. 
When you question how anything good can ever come out of your situation, read Second Corinthians four sixteen through eighteen. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, which is temporary, but on what is unseen, which is eternal. Focus on your future and claim God's promise in Revelation twenty one four. God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying. Nor shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. God never wastes things, even sorrow. He has a work for you to do as a result of this, and it may be in consoling others in their losses. Second Corinthians one three through four says, "Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and God of all comfort." Who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God? Accept the comfort God wants to give you in your grief, whether it be over a loved one or something else. And when you're on the other side of the mountain, use your experience to help others. Some of the most effective ministries come from people who've experienced great pain and have accepted and used God's comfort, because they've found they can do all things through Christ who strengthens them. It's in our times of weakness that we truly find His strength to be sufficient. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. But sometimes I wonder what He can do. to show no glory of my own yet in my weakness He is there to let me
You've been listening to Grace Notes. For more information about this ministry, write to Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Falston, Maryland, 21047. Or email us through our website at www.sandbeckministries.com. Join us on our next program. Until then, let your grace notes be a song of praise.